I talked to my husband and I said, okay, I, I don't want to do this journey by myself. I truly believe that God has put this in my path for a greater purpose than just Lynn Clark. I think he wants me now to help the family and then maybe he'll keep opening other doors. I mean, I had no intention of quit teaching kindergarten and first grade. I loved it. I knew that was my calling at the time. And so I said, we've got to change this house too, fully. You're listening to Altered Stories with Michelle Renee Gutch. Hello, friends, and welcome to my 20th episode of the Altered Stories show, Healing Conversations with Tawana, Emotional, Physical, and Mental Burnout, and the Health Benefits of Holistic Nutrition. Now, isn't that a mouthful? Thanks for listening to the podcast show today. My name is Michelle Saunders-Gutch, also known as Michelle Renee Gutch, CEO and founder of Altered Stories Ministry and host of this podcast that shares personal and authentic God stories of Christian women so women across the world can hear them. Before we get started, I'd like to share a few updates. First, I am excited that our podcast show continues to grow and that we have over 800 listeners now on all of our platforms. We hope to have over a thousand listeners by the end of this year. Can you help us make that happen? We are encouraged that our God-glorifying stories are being heard and that many are being encouraged. Also, at the end of this month, we will be sharing another great episode with former guest Chris Barda. Chris will be sharing her mental health recovery journey as a breast cancer survivor with Tawana, too. So, let's get this show started. Today, I'm excited to feature our Rockstar Kansas City guest host and mental health therapist Tawana Clark Shepard and rock star guest, holistic health nut coach, and Altered Stories ministry donor from the KC area, Lynn Clark. So who's Tawana? Besides being our new show segment guest host, she's a board member and is a founder of Abundant Living Legacy Life Care. She's been featured on five of our episodes and also is interviewed with me on the show. You can hear her God story, Tawana's story, episode 12, where she shares her mental health recovery journey, which led her to start her own practice here in Overland Park. Tawana also works tirelessly to be a voice for all who battle mental and emotional illness. So who's Lynn? Lynn is a Christian and personal friend beauty counter director, holistic nutritionist, who is married to a wonderful health enthusiast and professional tennis player. She has three children, and her number one goal is to show her clients that health is wellness. She also earned her degree from Integrated Institute for Nutrition in New York City, Lynn also teaches seminars, Pilates, and bar classes, and creates healthy meals. And I know firsthand that her healthy meals are yummy. Today, Tawana and Lynn will be discussing Lynn's experience with overcoming burnout due to her unhealthy lifestyle choices in her past and her journey back to full health recovery. So let's get this conversation started. Welcome, Tuana and Lynn. How are you two lovelies doing today? Well, I am doing absolutely wonderful. Thanks for asking. And me too. I'm doing great. Well, can each of you share with our listeners one thing you would like them to take away from what you will be sharing today? Sure. Um, as I was preparing, the thing that came to me that I want people to come away with is the fact that, well, it's inspired by a, a verse in Ephesians 2 um, that talks about that we are God's handiwork created to do good works 
that were prepared for us in advance. So that means that before we even knew we were, before our parents knew that we were, we were created to do good works. And in order to do good works, we have had to live our lives in a manner that causes us to make good choices with what we take in and just the things that we even meditate around. And so I would like the listeners to walk away with any kind of inspiration, um, energy, and tips that would help them to get closer to that good thing that they were created to accomplish. Amen. And what I have been sort of meditating on really honestly over the past two months is the scripture verse in Ephesians 6.10, which um, is be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power, um, put the full armor of God on. And really that is, I think, just so important as Christians that before we, our feet hit the floor in the morning, that we're praying for the Lord to put his armor around us because Satan is looking for someone to destroy um, and devour. And so if we have the full armor of God on, if you just think of that image of nails or tacks or um, words that people say or visions we see or music we hear, whatever it is that is not of God, that armor just bounces that right off and protects us. So I think um, if we are strong in the Lord and we do have his mighty power, the Holy Spirit's going to work in us. And when we're in Christ, the enemy is actually looking down on us, not in us. And I think that's super important for all of us to realize, and especially from a healthy standpoint, um, we cannot truly be healthy as Christians unless we are strong in the Lord. And that is super, super important for us to remember. Awesome. Well, ladies, we got an exciting conversation ahead. So, Tawana, let's get this going. Okay, so Lynn, thank you so much for your time today, for sharing with us in transparency your personal journey um, with health and wellness. Um, I am excited to hear, as I often say when I am doing speaking engagements, I love the ones where I really have liberty to be very transparent. And knowing you as much as I do, I know that you too operate in transparency. And so just ahead of time, I want to thank you for sharing transparently your own journey and just for trusting us with your time and your testimony. And then just to get us started, I was thinking about what you said about the fact that you have to be strong in the Lord in order to make good choices. I think that's a really good place to kind of start this. In, in as much as you tell us about your personal journey along the the do's, the don'ts with, with just making unhealthy choices, and then tell us about the moment where you kind of had that God inspiration moment or where it just clicked between you and God that you needed to turn a corner. So if you could just tell us a little bit about that, that would be great. So it was about... Gosh, I can't even believe this. I'm going to say this. I think it's been over 15 years now that I um, became sick with an autoimmune disease. Um, and knowing what I know now, it was how I was living my life and the lifestyle I was living and what I was sort of involved in on a regular basis that wasn't of God. So when I became sick and got my diagnosis, I really was, the spirit was working through me at that point, telling me not to pursue the things of this world, not to pursue the medicine that was being asked of me to, to fix or, you know, band-aid this problem. Um, Mm. Really the spirit kept telling me, I have given you everything you need on this earth to heal. I've given you everything. Now I need you to research it and find it and use that to heal your body. And I just kept hearing this small voice in my head, keep telling me these things. And then God just kept putting people in my path weekly, sometimes daily um, in my life that would say things like, oh, I've been, I started taking essential oils to cure cure my migraines, or I just dropped all processed foods and I have so much more energy. 
And I started going to bed at nine o'clock every night and I'm sleeping so much better. And it was all the things that I was struggling with in my autoimmune disease that I kept, you know, the spirit was just so, um, so wonderful, just putting those voices in front of me on a regular basis. And so then that's sort of where I had made a commitment and really prayed about it, that I was going to use the things that God has provided for us to heal my body. And that's just really sort of how my journey started, really just using the resources that God gave us to heal my body. And so I think because I had shifted my mindset over to letting God handle this condition, not um, myself or other people, but let God do it is when all the light bulbs went off and everything started really moving in the right direction. Um, So I just realized my safe space was with God not with man. And that's when things really turned around for me. You're already moving ahead of my, my questions. And so oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> next, no, no, no. Uh, we love, uh, we love on this, on this show. We love when that happens because we know the spirit <laughs> of God is like confirming everything, you know? And so yes. my next question was going to be, so what was God saying to you? Um, in the midst of it all. So you literally answered that without me. That's the question I've written down. Wish you could see my notes. Um, so, <laughs> so, the, so something else you said though, um, is something that I have been led to begin to emphasize with my clients. Um, and I'm now having to walk it out personally, which I was a little slower to do that. It's very interesting, but that's for another show. Um, yes. <laughs> so one of the things that you said was about God telling you that he has provided everything that you need to heal. Can you unpack that a little bit for our listeners? Um, because I say that often to people and you would not believe how often I get a blank stare initially. And yeah, it, it really doesn't click automatically. Right. Honestly, I think it sort of just goes back to if we're, if we think and we look back to what Jesus was eating and Jesus was doing in his life when he was present here on earth, which was he did not have a grocery store to go into and buy a boxed food, right? So everything Uh that he ate, God provided for him or, you know, was created by God on the earth. So berries, he was eating berries. He was eating wheat that was crushed and not, you know, filled with preservatives or gluten or yeast or anything like that. It was just, you know, the wheat. And then it was heated and it was flat, you know. Um, Uh Beans, he would eat beans. Um, Animals that were clean, not um, shot up with hormones or um, put into unnatural environments where they were not roaming and enjoying, um, you know, what God created for them, which was land and grass and air and bugs and all of those things to eat. So I think that is one thing that is really hard for people to understand because of what we're told and what we, when we walk into a grocery store, 80 to 90% of it is is man-made box food. So it's hard to, for people to wrap their brain around, well, why, why should I not eat that? You know, that's what is in the grocery store. But really, in my mind, that is sort of why we are so sick as a society nowadays with a lot of different things. But overall health is weak because we're actually not eating food. And so if we do shift back and we say, well, what, is, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus eat? Those are the th- kinds of foods that we should be eating. Um, the other thing that Jesus did was he was very active, right? He was walking all day. He was climbing. He was running. He was picking people up, hugging people, loving them, talking, engaging with people, being part of communities and those kinds of things. And I think that's a huge piece of health that is missing as well. I mean, we were just sort of talking about this before the podcast started is, uh, you know, sitting all day long at a desk or in a sofa or wherever it is, is not healthy for us, right? 
um, it makes your back hurt, your hips hurt or whatever. But we were given legs by God and arms by God for, you know, two reasons I believe to be true is one to be active and the act of loving people is our arms were meant to wrap people around us and hug them and embrace them and love them and serve them with our hands. So every God's purpose for everything is intentional, right? So everything he does is intentional. And so he was very intentional in how he created us. We're all fearfully and wonderfully made. It's how we take care of ourselves that's super important. So really just to answer your question, I I just think if we look at how God created things and what Jesus did, why he was walking the earth, it really gives us a really great insight on what health and wellness looks like. Um, and so I think that's a, as Christians, I think that's what we need to focus on. I know it's hard because our grocery stores are not telling us that the media is not telling us that there's over 3.5 million diet books on the shelf. If they worked, I, I truly believe we wouldn't have 3.5 million. We might have 50. Um, so I think it, it's hard for us because we're getting bombarded with inf- information that is not of God. It's not of God jokingly, but not jokingly, I've never read a passage in the scripture that says, go to the grocery store and buy boxed foods. It will fill your soul. It will fill your body. <laughs> never, ever have I read that. Um, and so That's I think as Christians, to get, <laughs> I think as Christians, I think we just need to go back to the basics. What does scripture tell us? What did right. Jesus do? Right. You know, really that, that is our book, our guidebook. And if we just yes, look at is. that, it's really simple. It really comes down to some simple things. So yeah. I hope I didn't go too yeah. much into no, that. <laughs> no, that's, that's good because, well, you said a couple of things again, um, and I really just always let the Holy Spirit create my notes, by the way. And so this is also why this happens. I'm starting to, you know, you'd think I'd figured that out by now. But um, yes, <laughs> so so something else you said about like in your mind, you know, this is why this is happening. But it's interesting. It's not just in your mind anymore. Even the people who are not believers have started to um, catch the buzz, if you will, and then release what I call in the spirit filled world. Um, mm-hmm. There's a sound that's happening. And even people who don't acknowledge Christ, you know, unfortunately for them, but uh, fortunately for them, they're still subject to. Um, his creation. And so they are even, you know, if you will, used to glorify him because that's what he will do in the end. Every knee will bow, every tongue will confess. Um, And so what I'm finding, because I am someone who is kind of blessedly, I say that now, um, I get to kind of be straddled between the carnal and the spiritual as an evangelistic um, presence, though in the world with what I do. And so I am hearing and seeing people come to me when they're in great distress in their mind and their emotions. Um, My personal statistic is now that I have about uh, 73% of my adult clients, for sure, that have physiological diagnoses as well. All right. So Mm -hmm. they have a physical ailment that is directly linked to their depression or their anxiety. The other mm-hmm. thing that you said um, that is um, really interesting, again, it's not just us, but the one other privilege I get to do is I get to be unapologetically um, a Jesus freak in my practice because my practice was God's practice, but you know, so people come to me now to the point where I have a waiting list that are not believers. They know I'm a believer and they still, okay, so you so here's what they get. They'll tell me all this stuff. And then I say to them, you know, the creator who created, this is how I speak to some people to respect them. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's very evangelistic. So the creator who created all this created things to maintain and sustain it. When we move too far away from those things, then we end up with dis-ease, also known as disease, and their eyes are like really, you know, huge. And Mm -hmm. so you're spot on. We have to go back to what was created for us, the creation, right? 
Okay. And so that's the other thing you said that was really awesome. The other part is that I was watching, um, uh, I was led to a, a TEDx talk by a young lady named Camila Stevenson. And I tell you, as I watched it, I just begin to tear up. Um, some of it is because of my own stuff that I'm dealing with now and thinking about the journey as to how I got here. And then also knowing everybody else in the world around me who is also dealing with this, but they are completely either hard-hearted, stubborn, or clueless, or just so bound that they don't realize what's contributing to their issues. And that's even more sad, right? And so she made a couple of statements on there that said that hit her. She's talking about her personal journey through a hugely declining health that took away even her Olympic dreams in track and field. And it was all related to food. And she goes to say, goes on to say a couple of very powerful things that I thought were really applicable to our time together today. She said, you know, as she was seeing these doctors, um, uh, conventional doctors, um, you mentioned that earlier, God led you away from that. As she was seeing them, one thing occurred to her as she began to be more and more frustrated. And she was talking to a friend and she said she thought, what would happen if people didn't need to be healed because they were never sick or rarely sick? You know, just her whole journey, I thought about how God created us. He created us to heal, to heal he created our bodies to heal. He created healing properties on the earth. And so it's just interesting that your personal journey took you to a place where you were made aware of that. So before we get too far past that, can you tell us a little bit more about like how bad it got for you? Like maybe what were some of your, what were your symptoms? And, and that might yeah. help a lot of the listeners identify even more. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I, just a little background, I was a school teacher, so I was teaching kindergarten, first grade, and I just noticed that I um, was tired all the time. And the first thing mm-hmm. just contributed that to, you know, being a teacher, it's a, so for all your, te- all the teachers out there, awesome, awesome people, because it is a hard job and people don't realize yeah. it's, it's not a, you know, 30 hour a week job, it's a 60 plus hour a week job, you're working from home, you're working late into the night and um, all of that. So it's a very, it's a very time consuming job and it can be stressful. And I think it is more stressful today than even when I was teaching, you know, 15 plus years ago. But so I just contributed that, that to my job, just tiring and being a mom and being a wife and maintaining a home and, and all the things that we do as working women. Right. So I just thought it was just part of that. Um, then I noticed that like my hair was falling out, my nails were breaking, I was gaining weight. I really hadn't changed my diet at all, but I was gaining weight. Um, then I started to become sad. Um, and I'm not a sad person. I'm a, a pretty happy, reasonable person. I noticed that I was getting sad a lot um, about things that never generally wouldn't make me sad. I was getting frustrated a lot. And I just, um, I just wasn't myself, honestly. And I could, I knew it had something to do with my health, but I couldn't figure it out. And I was going to doctors and they were saying, you're depressed. You need to take this antidepressant. And I'm like, no, I don't want to take an antidepressant. I don't think it's depression. There's something going on. These are the symptoms that are, you know, happening. And, you know, so I want to, I want to find a solution to this because this, this, just came on. I mean, I, I was fine. And now over six to eight months, this is going on. So I went to multiple doctors, um, super frustrated because I kept getting the same answer. Um, after like a three minute appointment, <laughs> I'm like, no, I need somebody hmm. to listen to me. You know, she and talked so then about fin- that as well. She talked yep. about that as well. Yeah. Yeah. She I, I, in and I, out. Yep. In and out. Let's just, you know, let's just give you a, a pill to fix this and move on. And again, Slowly, God was really working in my heart. Slowly, God was, like I said, putting people in my path to say things that made me go, oh, I think this is the Spirit telling me no. And so um, I was at church, and I was talking to a girlfriend of mine, and she was sort of that, you know, um, hippie, free spirit, 
person or whatever. And I mentioned something to her. I was like, Hey, you know, do you have any resources for me? This is what's going on. She's the one who ultimately sent me to a naturopath. And he, you know, I told him, he sat down and talked to me for 15, 20 minutes. I told him all my symptoms and he looked right at me and said, I know exactly what you have. And he was spot on, you know, I mean, it was just taking time to listen to me, to really listen to how it came on the symptoms, what they were. And with all of that said, I think God is probably the coolest puzzle maker ever because he, our, our whole life is a puzzle piece, right? And so each time we have an experience, the puzzle piece either fits or it might not fit so perfectly. It might try to get in there, but it's not quite going to fit. And I think for me and my life puzzle that God has created for me, my autoimmune was that puzzle piece that he was like, I'm not going to let it totally fit because I'm going to fix it. And then slowly, 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 that puzzle piece is going to fit because I'm going to fix that. And then I want you to use your experience to, to help other people. And in the end, glorify me as, you know, the creator of you to help other people. And so and that's definitely my experience there. I, I, I am so grateful and thankful that I got sick. And, and when I tell people that, they look at me like I'm crazy. And it, it took me three years to heal. It was, it was a long three years of, of healing. But when I, when I look at my life's puzzle, that piece, he, he did not want it to fit. He said, this is not the end of this journey for you with this disease. It's, it's not a puzzle piece. It wants to be, but we're going to fix it together. And I'm going to keep letting the spirit work through people in you to get that puzzle piece to just fit perfectly. And it fits perfectly now, Tawana. I am so much healthier as an over 50-year-old woman than I was in my 30s. And I, I'm grateful for that. I mean, it, Amazing. I, I can, yeah. I, I'm forever grateful for that. Well, I said amazing because that was something else she said as well. Uh, this Camila Stevenson, she said she is healthier now post all of this, you know, lifestyle change and a horrible pregnancy. By the way, she's getting this TED Talk in athletic wear that is not baggy. She's wearing like, you know, like the, like the, like the track, the runners, you know, leggings and a long sleeve, like Nike shirt, very appropriate, but it's purposeful as well. Right. Right. So she's letting you see how she looks after having a really bad pregnancy, C-section, all those things. I just thought it was really interesting that that was also your testimony being more healthy now when even just someone who doesn't have any health problems wouldn't believe that that could ever be a testimony that in your later years, you're actually in better shape than you were in your former years. And so thanks for sharing that. How did you make the connection between what kinds of food, supplementations, let's, if we could move into that, like what kind of you know, diet changes, supplementation, those kind of things worked for you in a sense of how you also then now translate that to your clients. Yeah. So I'll share a little um, sort of story. After I started healing and getting better, um, I remember the, 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 I can tell you right where I was, who was with me, everything. Um, I, I talked to my husband and I said, okay, I, I don't want to do this journey by myself. I truly believe that God has put this in my path for a greater purpose than just Lynn Clark. I think he wants me now to help the family and then maybe he'll keep opening other doors. I mean, I had no intention of quit teaching kindergarten and first grade. I loved it. I knew that was my calling at the time. And so I said, we've got to change this house too fully. I mean, I was on board and I was doing everything, but I was like, we, we've just got to sit down with the kids and tell them like, no more goldfish. This is, you know, this is how we're going to be eating. This is what you're going to see coming in and out of the house. This is what we're going to be doing. And he said, absolutely. We sat down with our kids at the kitchen table, told them. And if you could have seen the, those little kid eyes, because, you know, they had goldfish every day when they came home from school as a snack. <laughs> um, 
you know, so it was like, what? And, and literally my son said, what am I going to eat? And I'm like, you're going to eat God's food. <laughs> you're not going to eat man's food anymore. You're going to eat God's food. And it's, it's really amazing. Um, it was hard. It was hard at first, you know, it was hard to clean all that stuff out and just have fresh fruit, fresh vegetables waiting for them when they got home from school, trail mixes, those kinds of things. It was tough. And there were a lot of times that, you know, especially my son, he would not eat it. My daughter, absolutely, she would eat it. So it was really amazing to watch the healing journey of my family as well. Just my son, his he was sort of had some attention issues. I, I don't really like that word, but he, he was active. He was a boy. He was very active. And so school was not his favorite thing. And his grades started to improve because his mind was clearer. I think we uh-huh. were all more patient with each other. I think we all were more loving with each other. Um, my, as Michelle already shared, my husband was a tennis pro. He really got healthy. And within two to three years, almost won a world championship, lost in the finals to a guy from Europe. Um, and that, and he, wow. he to this day says that was not po- would not be possible if he had not started eating healthy and sleeping and, and all of that. So I think I quickly realized how amazing eating God's food and using God's resources that he's given us, like I've said several times, was so transforming to my family. Because as a mom, you're so in tune with your kids and you know them better than anyone else on this earth. Um, And so watching them change so quickly just by changing their diet was really just so cool. And again, I was just like, God, you're so cool. This is so amazing. Look at these kids. They're like patient with each other and their, his grades are going up and, and just so many wonderful things. So I think Uh, that is what, yeah, is really, really cool. Really honestly, for our house, we did not really have any processed foods in our house at that time. It was, we would have organic brown rice that came in a bag or I got in the bulk section or we would have quinoa that, you know, again, came in a box, you know, bulk section, that kind of thing. But we didn't have, you know, what you would classify as your typical food that you would open a pantry in most homes, you know, today we call it the sad diet, standard American diet. It's sad (laughs) Um, for for reasons, you know, of health. It's sad. It's really, really sad. Um, And again, I I think if most people realize what they were doing to their body and the long-term effects on it, they would would want to change. Um, But anyway, so that was that. And then um, because of what I was dealing with, I had to go on some supplements to help with restoring my body's energy, my adrenal glands, my thyroid, um, you know, kidneys, all those things needed some support. Um, I'm not a huge component of popping pills all day, but I am, uh, you know, supplements. That's why they're called supplements. They're there to supplement a healthy diet to help your body get restored. We were using those and I was using them with my family too, especially through the winter season. Vitamin D is definitely one of my top supplements I recommend to my clients just because it's your immune building supplements. It really helps with that. Vitamin C, zinc, some of these key supplements that we just don't get in our food supply nowadays, uh, nowadays just because of the deterioration of the soil from all the chemicals and those kinds of things. So a lot of supplements. um, And now we are not on as many supplements just because we're so healthy and we just, we, we don't need them as much as we did for sure. Um, so taking that into um, what I do with my clients, you know, we're all different and what we need is very different. So if I'm working with a client who has had the ability to get blood work done, then that helps me see what are their vitamin D levels? Are they low? Do we need to build them up? Because vitamin D plays a huge role in so many things in the body. Um, and so yeah. that's, that's one of that's one of my number one things I look to see, um, you know, and I'm sure you know this one. If someone's saying they're sad, depressed, that kind of thing, you know, omega-3s are great for the brain and they restore the brain back to happiness. So making sure they're getting high doses of omega-3s is huge, you know. Um, if they're complaining of stomach issues, gut issues, those kinds of things, it's definitely probiotic. So it really is an individualized approach and that's why I'm 
not a huge fan of people going into Barnes and Noble and picking up a diet book on the shelf because it isn't maybe what they need and they're going to get frustrated Absolutely. And, Absolutely. and they're not, and they're not going to get to the results they want. Um, so working with someone who knows how to look at the human body, how to ask the right questions of what's going on um, is, is so, so important because again, listening to a TV show and, and having a doctor on a TV show tell you, you need to take these supplements actually might be harming your body more than and helping it. So it's really, I think that's, um, that's a, a really important thing for people that are listening to understand is, you know, work with someone who, who has the knowledge, who can make sure that you're actually getting what you need. And I'm not, I'm not a doctor and I'm not claiming to be a doctor, but I have so much knowledge from just being sick myself and working with so many people over the years. I can direct people. If I can't help them, I can direct them to the right professional that can help them get the help that they need. So um, I'm not sure if I totally answered your question. (laughs) Yes, you did. Um, And then you also brought up something else that is of great importance that a lot of people don't make the relationship between the um, poor diet um, that we are on or this bad diet. I had not heard that. I had not put the acronym together in my head. Everything's an acronym today. And yes. so, and some things just are, you know, so noteworthy and truly the, the, the connection between the standard American diet um, and even what you mentioned with your son. So there is like, mm-hmm. the statistic is like 66% of kids who um, are on the um, standard diet, which does include um, majority box things, even the things that are cooked even parents with the best of intentions. I think that's the part mm-hmm. that I would really like people to get out of this is that this is not to discourage anyone, but to also um, help you realize is that I, as I had to realize that even when I thought I was doing um, a whole heap better than let's say I used to do, um, there's a lot of things about the, the difference between what you can and can't have and having these very complex, prescriptions, I call them food prescriptions, okay, given to us versus just sticking with what grows and what Mm -hmm. lives Mm -hmm. on the earth Mm -hmm. is what I tell myself now and I have been telling my clients what grows and what lives. And, And when it comes to what lives and what grows, like you said, even the animals, if they're going to take in animals for protein, if that's what you're going to do, you need to make sure that it is an animal that has been fed um, in a way that is clean. And so there is like a 66% relationship or correlation between kids who have had a poor diet and kids who show symptoms or were actually diagnosed with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, also known as ADHD. Okay, Mm -hmm. so like you said, the diet you have, you have the symptoms is what I say with my clients. And then you have the actual diagnosis. I always give them a choice. You know, we can focus on the diagnosis or we can just focus on healing from the symptoms because the symptoms are really what's disrupting your life, you know, and then they're like, okay, yeah, (laughs) you know, and and I talk to them a little bit about, you know, also just kind of the tendency to over identify with a diagnosis. You know, I have this, this, or uh, my, my so-and-so. And so using verbiage like my, you know, my, my ADHD, my anxiety, my, you know, Hashimoto's, whatever. Right. Right. And so um, also one of the things you um, brought up was the statistic that I was led to find out about vitamin D um, and how important it is um, to our diet. Now, a lot of people don't realize also that we were created to actually be amongst our most natural and healthiest form of vitamin D. So Mm -hmm. that is the sun. But unfortunately, the standard, I think, human diet these days when it comes to exposure to the sun is too limited. And so it's really important that you get that vitamin D um, as well as avoiding 
sugars, right? And so right. there's a 55% increase in diagnosis of both mental as well as physiological disorders when you have very low vitamin D and a very high mm-hmm. sugar intake. So as we get ready to kind of wrap up, because gosh, this this is like a part two, I tell you. Because this is really so fast. (laughs) It was so fast. This is like a part two. I mean, because this we're talking about the very essence of what um, causes us to be well versus sick. But as we are wrapping up, what tips would you give to someone who's listening to this and who is maybe thinking, okay. They're feeling overwhelmed. They're, they're that, that feeling of, okay, now I'm going to have to throw everything out. And I don't even have money to see a holistic doctor. Right, those things. What kind of things would you say to them? I think the first thing is everything's a journey, right? Everything, every experience we have is a journey. And Rome was not built in a day. <laughs> and, right. um, you know, so you have to you have to first take a big inhale in, big exhale out and say to yourself, I am going to take control of my health. Okay. So what that looks like is different for everybody, but to scale it down and make it super, super simple, really just, just focus on fresh whole foods, you know, buy fruits, buy vegetables, buy clean animals. And when I, I did want to say a little bit about that, Tawana, what a lot of people aren't aware of, and I wasn't aware of it either, how the animal has been treated, even at slaughter, is how your body will respond to that food. So if this animal has been not, has been mistreated their whole entire life, you know, beaten, not fed correctly, um, living in a dirty environment, slaughtered in a very harsh, horrible way that traumatized the animal. When you eat that animal, it traumatizes your body in the same way. So Mm. it is super, super critical that you're leaning towards clean meat. And what I mean by clean meat is if it's organic, if it's wild caught, you know, seafood, if it's um, non-GMO eggs and that kind of thing, those are the things that you're looking for because their standard of care for those animals is very different than a commercial animal. So that would be the first thing I would say. And and the good news is, you know, a lot of our grocery stores, you know, Walmart, even including in that, Aldi including in that, they are selling these uh, foods for people who are on a tighter budget than people who can maybe shop at, you know, other grocery stores. So I think I, I want to encourage the listeners that you can find these foods at a discounted price that won't break the bank. Um, and I, I will tell you, processed packaged foods expensive. So if you're not purchasing that food anymore, and you are buying apples and pears and oranges and carrots and celery and peppers and and lettuce and those kinds of things, um, your grocery bill isn't going to be as much as it was buying frozen pizza and bags of pretzels and goldfish and and those kinds of things. They're very expensive. Um, so I, I I would say you know looking towards the whole grains, you know, quinoa, rice, um, organic pastas, um, those kinds of things are, are what you want to be looking for as, as far as food goes. Um, I, I think, I think the thing is it's, it's praying and asking God to give you the ability to have a mindset that you're, you want to be healthy is the first thing we all have to do. Because we know that when we ask, we receive. So you, you must first ask God to, to help you be strong, making good choices, you know, really focusing on that. Um, the second tip I would have, and, and we talked about this earlier, is Jesus walked. He was active. He was walking. He was moving. He was using his arms to help people and serve people. And, and I, I know for myself, I get much more out of serving than I do anything else that I do in my life. Um, mm-hmm. Nothing fills me up more than lending a hand to somebody. I mean, and, and that's on a daily basis. Hold the door for people. Talk to people. How, how's your day going? Um, can I help you with that? Um, if you see somebody struggling, hug them. 
you know, I mean, obviously you might want to be careful, but to ask if you, if you know them for sure, you know, hug them, love on them, um, yeah, encourage yeah. each other. All of those things are going to fill you up. And when you fill yourself up with goodness and love that God has, has asked us to do as Christians, it will in turn also create this, this desire for you to love yourself and take care of yourself. Um, mm-hmm. So I think those are important things. Exercise is cr- critical. And then, you know, we we live a very toxic lifestyle in a lot of different ways. Check to see what kind of music you're listening to. Check to see mm. what your your eyes are seeing on social media. Check to see mm-hmm. what your eyes are seeing on TV. Um, mm-hmm. Check to see your friends. Are they are they, they holding you accountable to what God's asking you to do? Are they pulling you away from what God's asking you to do? Um, that's a really important piece. I mean, what's your toxic level in your life? Is it a one, yeah. meaning not, not much, or is it a five where, you know, the Richter scale is pretty, pretty intense. I'm, I'm driving down the road listening to um, unhealthy things and I'm seeing unhealthy things. But another toxic piece is um, just chemicals. Um, as you know, chemicals play a huge part in how our body responds. So making sure that your 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 toxic load in your home is low as far as the cleaning supplies you're using aren't toxic, the laundry detergent, um, the things that you're, you know, the shampoos and those kinds of things that you're using, all of that ties together. So it 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 all works together harmoniously. It's it's just taking time to making sure that you're you know, making healthy choices on your food, you're exercising, you're you're serving God so that you're filling your heart with love. And then you're also avoiding those toxic things that I just mentioned. I think that all of that has been a journey for me, but I can honestly say that I think I'm at a one right now with all of those things. And it's just created a really amazing um, change in my life. And I, I, like I said, I'm just, I'm so grateful to God that I got sick because now I'm not sick and I can go out and serve God in love with other people and help them get better. Well, that is absolutely so true because, you know, um, I don't know that we would have, you know, been brought into each other's world the way that we were. And so that is a beautiful spin and a beautiful perspective, should I say, to put on something that I'm sure was very, very difficult. But that's also very hopeful for people who are listening um, and are thinking that there's just almost no way that they could ever get to the other side of whatever they're struggling with. I also Mm -hmm. want to just say that, you know, in the end, it's really important that we do take a holistic approach to our health because um, going the route to where we end up on prescription drugs is really, really detrimental. And as a matter of fact, I want to say as of 2017, the um, use of prescription drugs finally passed up the um, car accident statistic as a leading cause of death. So. We want to be very mindful. And then one thing, lastly, I would say is um, in the words of the very inspirational Camila Stevenson, we don't want to wait until we're dying to think about living. So it's very important that we think about what we're doing. Think about what Mm -hmm. we're putting into our every gate. So when my kids were growing up, we called them the gate check. Check your gate your ear gates, what are you listening to, your eye gates, what are you watching, and then check your circle of five. So who are the five people in the five places you frequent the most within a 30-day period? And mm-hmm. check for toxicity. And so yes. I just want to thank you. This has been so full, so, so very full. Just for me personally, I can only imagine how it will impact our listeners. Um, thank you so much. And for those of you who are listening and want to um, connect with Lynn on a more personal basis um, that she could possibly take you further in your journey. Um, her contact information will be attached to the show. Um, so thank you so much and I appreciate it and you have a wonderfully blessed day. It was wonderful talking you, to you. You too, Tawana. Thank you. Thank you. So ladies, this has been an incredible conversation and so Holy Spirit inspired. 
so many nuggets, so many um, blessings that can be shared with our listeners. And I so appreciate both of you in how you have connected in the conversation. So moving forward, I do want to share in closing, friends, um, that we will soon be launching this podcast, be looking for the communication and the promo coming out. Also, we will have contact information like Tuana alluded to on our um, website, and there will be uh, lots of additional information to be able to get in touch with Lynn and Tuana um, because both of these women are incredible and inspirational. And I'd also really encourage each of you to share this podcast with your family and friends. There's so much to be gleaned. Uh, and this will also support uh, Altered Stories Ministry. Um, Lynn also is a beauty counter director, and she has graciously agreed to donate 10% of all sales of the products that are purchased um, from her to Altered Stories Ministry. She has been faithful in doing that. And many of you have bought those products, continue to. There's so many wonderful products. I love Beauty Counter. And I feel really good since I've met Lynn. I've learned so much and continue to learn a lot more about how to treat my body as the temple of Christ. It is so important. Also, you can like our Facebook and Instagram pages and do subscribe to our website at www.alteredstories.org to support uh, our ministry here. And we always welcome your donations and continue to need sponsors um, like Lynn uh, has sponsored us uh, so we can continue to further get these kind of stories out there. Also, we need volunteers. So again, please, if you're a board treasurer type of person or a fundraising person, we always could need your help and your service to help us move our ministry forward. And until the next time, be heard and be healed. Altered Stories Ministry is a new, nonprofit evangelistic talk show for women. Our ministry is located in Overland Park, Kansas. And if you enjoyed listening to today's show, your family and friends would probably benefit from hearing how God works in the lives of everyday women, too. So why don't you share the link to our podcast on your social media? And we welcome your feedback, so let us know what you think. Also, we'd appreciate your prayerful consideration in sponsoring one of our future God-glorifying stories. We welcome your tax-exempt financial donations. To find out more on how you can support our ministry, log on to our website, alteredstories.org. That's alteredstories.org.